John. Marilee. <laughs> Happy Friday. Happy Friday. <laughs> 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 wow. Yeah. Yeah, you want to yeah, tell you, me a little about that? What the you, hell? You got, you got no edge on me. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I don't even, I can't even wrap my head around that. I can't. Well. Fan mail. Mm-hmm. Happy Friday. A thought of you just went through my body like lightning and came out my pussy. <laughs> oh, my God. Who says that? Don? Well, it's really not important who says that. It's, it's... No, I'm just saying who says that. <laughs> I'm not I'm not looking for a name. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I don't know. It, it just, oh, my God. John, how does it feel to be you? I think there are, I think there are um, varying degrees of, of, um, how do you want to say it? What do you, what's the, what's the, what's the term for sexual uh, capacity or arousal or, in, or whatever it is, incitement or something? I've lost track of those words. But anyway. Can't <laughs> <laughs> yeah, read those anymore. <laughs> Not my vocabulary. <laughs> uh, well, I, you know what? Whatever. You can, you know, write it off. You can make excuses. You could whatever, but. <laughs> uh-uh. How does it feel to be you, John? Fine. Getting great. stuff like that from women. Yeah. Fine. 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 Well, sure. Fine. The fuck? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I'm part of me is like in shock. But then there's part of me that says, no, I'm I'm quite familiar with this because, you know, I have guys telling me how women are talking to them or sending me screenshots of what, you know, what's being said and they don't know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's like, what do I say, really? How do I come back from this? Well, you don't. Yeah. Well, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But I think the, um, you know, it's, it's a different situation if it's a, a fan mail thing, obviously, but it's, if it's somebody that you're engaging with, you know what I mean? And they're coming on really strong. You kind of feel obligated because you opened that door. Well, I think, yes, yes, I get, of course I get that. And I think that that's one of the greatest um, uh, difficulties that probably people face that are, that are, let's use the word engaging. Okay. Um, is that you never know where that's going to go necessarily, or you, or you, or if it does spin, you're afraid of it, or you're you're not ready for it, or oh my gosh, that's not what I meant, or da da da, whatever. Um. So, but I think, I think that the that the way to treat conversation just in general. Uh, is to is to take it in the moment, as opposed to take it past, present, or future. Take it in the moment, and, um, and because that's that's like the air of time. It comes and it goes. It's if it's exciting, if it's insulting, if it's whatever it is, whatever it is, try and figure out a way to deflect off that, pivot, make yourself Teflon, whatever it is, to. I mean, isn't that kind of how you do it? Don't you kind of. Don't you tip, mm. don't you pivot away? Don't you pivot? You know? uh, no, you know? I no, I take a screenshot of it and I put it on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not I'm not talking about I'm not talking about this no, I I'm know. talking I'm talking about just conversation in general. I mean conversation doesn't go to the National Archives. You know, it's there. It's boom, it's there in the minutes, in it's in the moment. It's funny. It's sad. It's it's whatever it is. It's, it's anything. It's the way we communicate. Right. Okay. Sure. And so you know, I mean, how long does it take? I mean, it's under to under one second. It's coming. It, it comes and it goes. Yeah, Between I know. You but... and I, it becomes humorous. 
it is humorous. It is humorous between you and I, um, you know, and however it hits you in the moment, it, when that comes through, it's like, okay, you know, and you get a chuckle out of it, you know, all right. I mean, no great offense because not going anywhere, you know, um, that's not, that word is not even in my vocabulary. I'm surprised I even read it, but I just like from my experience with men who want to work with me. So there's clearly a difference between men who oh. want to what? What does work with you mean? I mean, is there the con? Is that in the traditional context of work? Like no, summer? meaning that they're they're <laughs> learning the game. You know what okay. I mean? They're learning All how right. to you know yeah navigate through this thing, and um, you know they they're wanting a a more refined way of responding to life. And so, you know, I find that these men, when women come on so hard, they're repulsed. You know, they're just turned off. Uh -huh. Men, men of a, a lesser degree will will be like, "All right, baby, let's go." You know, they're opportunists, and they're not seeing past what just happened in that moment. I think Are they opportunists or just healthy mentally. No, they're opportunists. Okay. No, they're opportunists and they're blind because what they're doing is they're seeing that initial um, invitation and it's like, yeah, I'm going to hop on that right now. But they don't see past it. That that hopping on is going to be over, you know, in moments. And you just open the door to a bunch of drama that you didn't want. Mm -hmm. But you basically sold your soul for that because mm -hmm. now you're in it. And, um, you know, there's, you're not going anywhere with that kind of woman. You're just not. Well, but what? yes, but I mean, you're, but, I mean, you're putting a lot of woman impact on, on this situation, uh, on, on that, on that, like a guy who is, who, who is wanting to work with you. Um, what do you mean? Well, I mean, I just, I, I think you're, it's impacting you more than it should. What are you talking uh, about? Oh, I've lost track of the conversation. I, I guess I'm. I get back to the business about. I'm Mister Who Cares, really. You know, I. What do I? In other words, what do I value? What are my values? Okay, um, I see where you're going with this. Okay. I'm not impacted at all. all right. At all. There's an initial response, but impacted, no. You know what I mean? It's like, who cares? If the shoe were on the other foot and I got that text or whatever, I got the message, um, it just tells me who they are and that they don't respect me. C clearly, if you're talking to me like this, you do not respect me. All right. Well, okay. But what if what? Well, this all depends on the circumstances. I no, mean, it does not. There's no. <laughs> you don't respect me. <laughs> there is no circumstance. Would give me a circumstance where it doesn't. Well, it I guess. In, I guess in sexual play, if it was just sexual play uh, between two people, then then just about. I mean, then anything pretty well goes, doesn't it? If it's just sexual play as opposed to uh, direct between, report. Between committed people? Yeah. Then, then, then who cares? Well, that's their private life. Yeah, you know, right. What, I okay. mean, okay, that's whatever. All right, so it's not... So However... It's, con hmm? it's context, then. It is in context, then. The yeah, worth, the value of, of that... Okay. Kind of. And the reason why I say that is because if there isn't any respect within the play, that will most definitely spill over into your day-to-day -day. ah i see okay okay because you're being objectified so, no matter what all right okay but that's see that's it yeah but does that does that cross genders then of course of course a lack of respect is <laughs> You know, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. You really believe that? I guess you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. 
there are, I, I guess you're looking, you're always looking for the exception to the rule, right? So, Not necessarily. No, I mean, we're talking about rules here. You I mean, you're about rules. No, I'm, ay, ay, ay. Make me sound like I'm a sergeant or something. <laughs> well, you do have a pretty damn strong spine, I'll tell you that. All right. Well, because it's a fine line that we're trying to walk here, you know. And when it's that narrow, it just doesn't leave room for all the excuses, you know, and the loopholes. There just aren't any. So what I'm saying is that, you know, like in this this playful exchange... Let's say it's her, you know, and she's saying, oh, baby, this is what I'm going to do to you. And he's like, oh, my God, I love it when you do that. You know, you talk dirty to me. Mm -hmm. Okay, that, that's all fine and good. But you can test my theory by, you know, when that playtime is over, okay, in the day-to-day, -day, you have to be aware of the rules and how you're being treated. So if that... So if that thing doesn't essentially moderate, stop, or become something else, then all you are is being objectified. The thing is, if you're if you're open, there's no boundary anymore. If you're open, let's say she, if she's open to, you know, this really raunchy, dirty talk, right? That you've removed the boundary of respect, and once mm -hmm. it's gone. It means that when I'm angry with you, I'm going to call you a C word. You know, I'm going to mm -hmm. call you names because I'm so pissed off at you and I don't have to start respecting you now. Now you want respect when I'm angry, when you pissed me off. Mm hmm. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So it's mm -hmm. like when, when you when when a man respects a woman as his queen, like that's he protects her, he loves her, makes her feel secure. He doesn't he's not the opportunist either in, in the relationship to say, but there's an exception. I can call you these names and you know, I can demean you, I can objectify you, I can do all these things and take away your value. Mm-hmm doesn't work she'll lose respect for him and once she loses respect for him it's over you think that's every case is that just it's is every, that tried case. And true? That's every tried case and every case it's just and it, we have to remember what game over means it's a loss of trust okay so it means that i recognize how feel you're entitled to treat me and I'm going to stick around so it doesn't matter you know what you say to me the names you call me what you accuse me of how small I feel you know in our discussion you think I'm just going to bounce back and forgive it all and continue to love you the trust is gone because that person and I say that person because it's either one understands that any moment now they could go off again and treat you the same way. And no matter how they treat you on the other side, they're buying you stuff or calling you sweetheart or whatever. It does not make up for the abuse. So that, you know, they will, they'll make how about allowance. The, hmm. All right. So how about, let's say, how about, let's go to gender then. Okay. Um, uh, because you're talking about the good for the goose and good for the gander there. But I mean, there you're, you're kind of treating that like it's an absolute. Are men just as sensitive about this stuff as women are? It's not about being sensitive. It's about the way they handle it. Okay. Okay. So um, if a guy gets catcalled, right? If she's mm -hmm. hanging all over him, if she's making advances, all this, he's going to be like, oh, cheesecake. I'm taking a bite. I don't care. He doesn't care. He's not committing to her. He's going to take what she's offering. But right in that moment, there's no respect. He will never treat her like a princess. Never treat her as if she has value. Never. Okay. Yep. You, you're lucky. How about the other way around? 
So, so, so reverse it then. Okay. So, um, so now a guy is what coming on cat calling and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, okay. No, no, that was a, no, your first example is a guy is cat calling a guy. No, a guy is no a woman's cat calling and a guy's take advantage of that Correct. situation in the but moment. Okay. Right. All right. So, so let's say a woman now comes and some other method comes on to a guy. Mm-hmm. What is the guy supposed to do? I mean, no, I mean the other way. What? I'm getting confused. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So now way, he's it. he's coming on to her. Yeah. Okay. First of all, if he makes any physical sexual advances to her or verbal innuendos, boom, lost, lost. You're, it's over. Because in that moment, you've already shown me you disrespect me. You don't see my value at all. You don't even have self-respect. You know what I mean? Yes, I I, I hear what you're saying, but but then how does the ignition actually, how do you know? What what is there a, you know, do you put this a secret hand signal or what the hell do you do? No, it's, no, you don't, you just don't Mm -hmm. act like animals. You have to remember First of all, you have to keep your king on the board. That's your honor and integrity. Honor will not allow you to act like an animal and entitled to impose on another human being, especially when they're not inviting. And this is what men, mostly men, do not understand. And this is why women are under attack all the time. No matter where women are, if they're minding their own business at the grocery store or you know, at work, it doesn't matter where. Even in their own home. For some reason, men feel that it's okay and they're entitled to put their hands on a woman or to talk to them a certain way or expect certain things. Like you'll hear, you'll hear men complaining. I'm tired of waiting for it. You shouldn't be the gatekeeper. Who says, why do you get to say that we don't have sex? Yeah, well, I mean, those conversations have never been in my vocabulary. I mean, never been in my environment, one way or the other. I mean, I've never, I've never heard that kind of conversation at all. Uh, I must run in a more sophisticated crowd than that crowd. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, well, it's a thing. It's a thing. And, um, you know, and this is why we have married couples who aren't having sex. And literally she's not turned on anymore. He has treated her like an object. He's disrespected her. He has not honored the household, his position as leader. Okay, this is, and, and this is the scenario about the, the man. There are plenty of abusive women who I could talk about as well. But in this situation, I'm saying that a woman who once loved and adored her man the moment he starts to not be a man, not honoring her, not respecting her, she loses it. She wilts like a flower. She doesn't care anymore. And she definitely doesn't want him, you know, physically. So then, so then she leaves the camp. She goes out. She starts. No. She starts. No, no not necessarily. She just, no. She just has a miserable life. Pretty much. A lot of people have a miserable life. Yep. And what you're saying is that would be the opportune time to walk and save yourself from yourself effectively. Well, yeah, you know, it just, I mean, I'm not one to self-sacrifice. I, I have to put God first. And when you don't put yourself first, you're telling God to take a back seat that you've got it. And it never mm-hmm. works out. Okay. Okay. Well, and like you take someone like me who essentially is marginalized about God anyway. I mean, I would be telling God to have take a back seat routinely. And that's, right, but that's because you envision God as that this you know person next to you, the white robe and all that stuff. It, mm-hmm. You are the vessel. So you're telling yourself, take a back seat. Isn't it, it hard for man? in man a male personality to not sort of be in charge i've got this i mean you know it's the phrases i've got this or i've got you 
or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I've got this. I've got this. You know, stand aside. I've got this. What does that mean? That means you're stupid. It I means don't know. you don't, don't... You're, you're not utilizing your resources. Well, I don't. I wouldn't say stupid, but ignorant, for sure. And that's that's all of us. That that goes back to our conversation about you know being raised under the veil. We know not what we do. And so it's typical for a man to think that they've got it and they're not worried. They're not even paying attention to what's going on in their household. So, so then the phrase utilize your resources, the, the game falls four square in that wheelhouse. Right. Exactly. That's how you utilize your resources is to use Marilee's game on how to get through this stuff. So in the so but why does a man why does a man have to ask you how do I respond to this are they that to what un, uh, in a, in a, I mean how does why does a man ask you how to respond to uh, an advance for example why does he just do you it? you know because there are believe it or not there's men out there who are taken aback they're just like wait what why are you acting like this? You know, where women are just overt. They just, they completely throw themselves on this man that is not interested. And not only that, if he were a little bit interested, he wants to make the advances. He's the one that wants to be in control. If he, he, if he submits right then, he handed over his pants for everything. He has no reason to complain anymore. He handed them over. She'll be running his life. <laughs> Unless he's Machiavellian and has many pairs of pants. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sad situation, you know, and, and uh, this happens a lot. And, you know, this is another thing, too. Men want their women to stay just as they see them. The same way they fell in love with them, you know, ignorant to really who they are, what they're capable of. However that man sees that woman, he wants her to stay like that. Please stay, don't change. Where a woman doesn't. A woman looks at him and goes, oh, you love me? You'll do. This and this and this needs polishing. We'll work on that. So there's always the potential in him to become better. Why? Because he himself did not work on himself. He didn't take the ball and run with it. He didn't become, you know, the man that he's absolute and who he is. But she so, believes that she can change that. Right. Definitely. And, and that typically does not work. Well, she becomes a nag. And, and, and she, quote unquote, changes. Because that wasn't discussed at the beginning, like, these are the six things I like about you, and these are the seven things I don't like, and we're going to work on these seven things. I'm going to nag on you until you change. Um, I don't, I don't think it's really, you know, like that. When you're willing, <laughs> no, I know to, it's not right. When you're not. willing to fall in love, <laughs> it's almost like uh, the Venus f- flytrap. You know, she's just waiting for you to come in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it that bad? <laughs> and then you're being consumed. Right, (laughs) and then it's like all right you're mine you committed you promised me i'm your girl and this is how it's going to go down yeah wow that's why it's so important for a man to know who he is to grow into these virtues so that he can one recognize her when she comes to the table Oh, no, 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 no. You haven't done a damn thing on yourself. I am not giving myself to you. And he can recognize the woman who has, who's mm-hmm. actually grown into her potential, who understands what respect is, who knows what, you know, who can recognize the value in him. So the woman who walked into the NBC board and took her clo- and opened up her coat, she was stark naked and told me there, I told you, or there, see. It was mm-hmm. just the, their C. What's wrong with her? I mean, unless is she psychotic? Is that why I'm not, she does I'm this? I'm not going to diagnose her, but if she's willing and able to do that at that moment, 
mm-hmm. you can put money on the fact that whoever whoever decides to be with her you know date her have a relationship it will fail 100% it will fail because she's because that's one of her outer markers that that she will do i mean she'll 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 she, she can do that again she, she doesn't can, have a boundary yeah, the boundary. Yeah, okay. Outer right. Marker. She doesn't have. Tell him in the marine business. The outer <laughs> right. She doesn't have a boundary. You know, her self-respect went out the door. Okay. Yeah. But then, but then that was a risk. I mean, she must have. She must have seen that in some kind of risk management context, don't you? No, think? people who do stuff like that are in the moment. They don't care. They don't care about consequences. They they probably don't. He, she probably didn't care about you. No, serious? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Oh hell. <laughs> you, well, that's what I'm saying. You know, you have to look at the behavior. Is it is this self respect? Mm-hmm. If the answer is no, they're not going to respect you. Yeah. Period. Um. I opened up the book today. I want to share something. All right. Okay. Do I need the book? I'm going to read it. You don't need it. All right. This is on page 218. It's called Chances. And people like to give chances. They don't want to call it over because maybe they're wrong. Maybe they're miscalculating. Maybe their partner is going to change. I'm not going to read the whole chapter, obviously, but I put this, by definition, chance is something unexpected, not planned, controlled. It's a risk. A risk is to give opportunity to an unknown outcome. It's a gamble. In the game, there are no chances because there is no risk. You have all the instruction you need to be well-informed master player move your player decides to make, you've been given the correct move in response. Your move is always love, a virtuous behavior. A risk is a blind spot in your perception. You don't have a blind spot because you've been shown what to look for by the rules, pieces, and five gates. The only risk to consider is a business relationship where value, meaning money, must be given before delivery. Be diligent in your observation to minimize the potential loss. You want to talk about chances? Well, yeah. Okay. See, I well, okay. I mean, I I um I certainly would I would I I put value in in the in the um um in the in the not planned risk, I, I I think that has a real value. Now it's the value. It's n. It's not n. It's x. You know, n is the outcome, and x is going to be what that represents. But that represents the value to me. I would take that risk. I think some sometimes. Would, and that work would, out would, for you though. It varies. You know. You know? So, okay, we're talking about relationships here. Right. The people. Yeah. Yeah. And what I'm saying in that in that paragraph is that there is no reason for risk. There is no unknown. I've given you everything to look for. There is nothing else. So unless you want to put your head in the sand, the answer is there in front of you. So if you feel like, okay, this person has lost my trust. They are abusive. They've broken the rules. I've been betrayed. But you know what? I believe in second chances. Third, fourth, fifth chances. I believe in the goodness of humanity. I believe that this person really loves me and doesn't want to treat me this way. I believe that they want to change. And so I'm going to give them a chance. Well, that's foolish. Because your player will not change while in play. They have to suffer the loss. There has to be pain 
something to motivate a reason to look in the mirror and say, what have I done? As long as you're still engaging, they will not change. That makes sense? Well, of course it makes sense, but on the practical side, I still, I'm still looking for a mulligan. <laughs> um. <laughs> you know why? Because it's hard to be the bad guy. It's hard oh, to drop. That's interesting. That's yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's hard interesting. to drop the hammer and hold the standard. You don't want to be that one. Yeah. Whoa. Welcome to Joan of Arc. Wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> this is why. This is why oftentimes, you know, when relationships are going south, right, very rarely will a man leave or a man call it quits. He will become an asshole first and until she finally calls it. Because he doesn't want to drop the hammer. He doesn't want to. He yeah. doesn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes a lot of sense, actually. So my mulligan thing that really doesn't hold a lot of water because it really has to do with what you just said about not wanting to um, mm-hmm. be the bad guy. Right. And Gosh. that's why <laughs> you hear people saying, it's always the woman who leaves. It's always the woman. Well, yeah, it is always the woman because a man won't call it quits. He'll cheat. He'll do whatever, but he won't, you know, he'll just become a jerk. Until she finally says, I've had enough. And then she's a bad guy. She broke so up is that the a household. Win? I mean, is that, is that a social win for him? I don't think so. It's just the way it is. No, it's the pity party later. It, he's the victim. <laughs> what? You're lethal. You are so I lethal. Am. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. Oh wow. You know, and it's You're like a stone where you sharpen your brain every morning. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it just you know. <laughs> I just know how you know the how humans operate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. And we have to really look at ourselves and go, gosh, dang it. You know, there's nowhere to run or hide. Once once you get your hands on the book and you learn the truth of it, now literally it's up to the reader to say, okay, am I going to ignore this? You know? And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, there's a process that you must somehow go through then because uh, and maybe, maybe it's the absolution. Maybe... You know, growing up as a Catholic, as a Roman Catholic, as opposed to a Protestant, as opposed to whoever else I could have grown up as, uh, I I have the option to sin and be. I had the option to sin and be absolved mm-hmm. of that sin for for one Our Father and three Hail Marys and a trip to the confessional. Okay. Um, now, that's one of the seven sacraments of the Catholic Church, and it certainly was effective for years. Mm-hmm. I, I, and so I grew up under the, under the uh, mulligan concept, where if I don't hit the cup this time, I'll drop another ball. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and I, there's got to be millions of people, billions of people that feel that way. Yes, but this is why we're all hurting. This is why there's so much pain in the world, because we can't maintain a standard. It's so much easier well, to give chances. Yeah, but what if your standard is wrong? I mean, if, if you if you if you forget that love conquers everything, and you you're holding a standard, and the standard is, you know, is is incorrect. The what? standard is flawed. What standard? Well, whatever standard you're holding, whatever whatever your position is. You know, or you're you're a bad guy instead of a good guy. There's well, that's the whole point of the game. It doesn't allow for that. It just there, there just doesn't. You know what I mean? There, it's a formula, and you know, if if you look at it and keep remembering what I'm saying, it's a formula. There's not just bits and pieces. 
it, so it, yeah, it does. So it does. It neutralizes the prospect mm-hmm. of holding a wrong standard. Right. So, and because of how you've done this, because it's so unique, and because it's relatively new, it seems to me then that the that the mulligan seekers of the world um, that are now operating within the confines of you know Lucifer himself, he's got to be really pissed with you. <laughs> He's got nothing on me. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you are the first thing that's come along in three millennia that gives him any pause because he's been a free rider for a long time, and then that's you right. come along, and wow, yeah, you could turn the tables, you could change the balance here. Mm-hmm. You actually are changing the balance. Yeah. Well. I mean, doesn't the devil sit on the edge of your bed every night and get busy? I mean, come on. No, after a while. Okay, so this is what happens. When you first start to learn the game, you will be challenged. The devil's going to come after you. And I know that sounds really scary and everything, but the thing is, he wants to, to prove his point. You know, how easy it is to, you know, to corrupt you, to, to prove that you're on his side and that your commitment is weak. Now, I understand, everyone, that we're humanizing all this stuff for the sake of the conversation. But I understand what you're saying. So go ahead. Well, they're challenges. Yes. You know, they're just challenges. And how are you going to respond to your challenge or dilemma or whatever the problem is? How are you going to respond? And typically, you're going to respond according to the rules. And we want to get away from that. But every time you do and you make allowances for yourself, the devil says, yeah, see, you're still mine, and laughs at God. Like, it's just too easy. So when we say we're holding the standard, it means that, no, I'm stronger, and I'm going to stick to love. No matter what, I'm going to stick to love. What about the, conver- what about the 11th hour conversion, then, where, where uh, God accepts you in the 11th hour even if you've been a despot for the last hundred years, and all of a oh, sudden you God. change your mind. Talk about a gamble. I mean, seriously. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I it's know, but for years. all right. But what I'm saying is that it gives you a free pass your whole life yeah. to be the cause of pain for your lifetime, and then expect favor at the end. Well, all I want to do is get through the gate. I'm not sure how high I want to go, but I want to be able to get in. I, you know, I'm looking for the pass. I'm looking well, for the free pass, well, not, see, for, not for the big seat. But see, here's the thing. Prior to the game, we didn't know. There's a lot of, you know, philosophy, doctrines, and, you know, the way to do it, I guess. I don't know. Whatever kind of books. But we haven't been able to get it together. We just haven't. Can't put the pieces together. It's a bunch of sticky notes. But now there's there's no out. It's all there black and white. So now you have to be accountable. And if you choose not to be accountable and you want to continue living in the dark, well, then you're choosing your own demise. You're basically but, selling your soul to the devil. Yeah, but doesn't that set the game up as being, you know, like joining a cloistered order? Can't the game be a little more liberal where it just it becomes more fun? It is fun. It's extremely fun and extremely powerful. And when you understand the power that you hold in your hand, when you start to get the hang of it, there's no better feeling. No better feeling. Now you understand what true power is. It's in your hand. It's not out there in the world. It's not your job. Not your bank account. It's the the true power is knowing the answer. So let me let me read something else too on this under chances. All right. I what said, page is that again? Uh, two nineteen. Two nineteen. All right. All right. Okay. Go ahead. I just give player has value than you. I've lost your frequency. You can't hear me or you can't? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, yeah. 
All right, start again because I lost you. Okay, I said start when. You... Again. Okay, so page two nineteen. When you feel inclined to give your player a chance, the translation is your player has more value than you do. What's wrong with that? Everything. You to, can't you can't you project more value on somebody than uh, than yourself? No. No. That's no. backwards, isn't it? You got to you yes. got to be top all the time. You got to be number one. Number one always comes before two. Hmm. You know what I mean? So one I come before we two. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I mean, I I understand it. I I keep saying this. I understand it intellectually. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm wrestling with it emotionally all the time. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Because yeah, because for obvious reasons. I mean, you know, I don't want to be that wonderful. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> right. I said to love others before yourself is contrary to the order. Now. Aren't we always, always being taught to do unto others as we would have them do unto us? To go out and serve, to put others first, right? To be just not to be self-serving, but to go out there and take care of your brother. That is pure Satan. What that's saying is put God in the back seat. We can't. But that's can't. insidious, isn't it? That's very insidious. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Doesn't that fly in the face of almost all social service organizations? What? The to to go out and take care of humanity. Oh first? yes, absolutely, absolutely. And most of those services, well, we won't go down that rabbit hole. But let's just say I don't I don't donate to any of them. Um. Okay, so now, we, you know, if we can believe and we've accepted that you have to fill your own cup first, right? Then we yeah, have okay. to understand that we can't love others first. We have to love ourselves. And in order to love ourselves, we have to follow these rules. That's the parameter, it's not about, you know, getting your hair and nails done. It's not accepting the fact that, you know, you've got a few pounds to lose. That's not about loving yourself. Loving yourself is the execution of loving yourself. Loving yourself is taking control of the puppet. And why do you use puppet as an example? Because in this physical realm, you know, we have a mind that is programmed by our external sources. You know, we're constantly being bombarded by education, the television, our phone, whatever it is. The yeah, social... data, just call it data. Yeah, yeah data. all of that stuff. And so because we're letting all of that in, we're allowing that to program what our belief system, what we think is right or wrong, what's in fashion, what's old-fashioned. Nobody does that anymore. Nobody opens the car door anymore. Nobody pays the bill anymore. Well, it's okay for women to ask men out. You know, all these standards and, and lines have been blurred to make it fashionable. You know, when the tried and true never goes out of fashion. And I, I truly believe we're, we are going back to those values you know, where mm -hmm. men are men and women are women and we both love it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, we love it. So, so, so the that's the... Yeah, so, so the puppet... Doc, so, so, so Doc but, Holliday walks into the Long Branch and okay. puts his head on the table and sits down and, you know, doesn't check his gun and puts his back against the wall and the waitress comes up and talks to him and pours him a drink and they talk to one another and they just, okay so that's man and man woman is woman and that and that's picture okay she's a woman he's a man he hasn't done anything wrong um and then one of them says um what are you doing for dinner tomorrow night 
I'm thinking we should go out to dinner. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is anything is anything happened wrong there? He's got his back against the wall. Right. He's a cowboy. He's Doc yeah. Holiday. He's a lawman. Okay. She's a waitress at the Long Branch Saloon. Uh, he sits down, puts his hat on the table, back against the wall because he doesn't want to get shot, has not checked his gun at the door. He calls for a drink, which she's going to pour him. It was a straight shot of Jack Daniels, whatever it is. And one of them says, either one says, what are you doing for dinner tomorrow night? I think we should go to dinner. Now, let's assume uh, that there's no casual relationship there other than she knows he's the sheriff and he knows she's the waitress. All right? Mm-hmm. No problem. No. They're both they're both within the within the frame of who they should be. So okay, so basically if we don't see a problem with this, we're like, well, yeah, why not? I'm I'd like to go out to dinner and you're asking me out and sure. There's no problem there. What's happening and in, in that contract right there and that she's failing to see is that He's not even taking a moment to slow walk his interest in her. It's not about the dinner. It's about skipping steps. There's no real interest. He just sees her physically attracted. Let's go out to dinner. Guess where so that's wh- going to lead? So, so why, so why then is there nothing wrong with that? No, there is something wrong with it. But what I'm oh, saying is oh, okay. for, for face value, okay, for face value, most people would think, what's the harm in that? I mean, how else do you get to know people? You know, how else do you get to know people? Number one, there's an imbalance of personal value right there just by appearances. She pours drinks. He buys them. He's got the gun. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's she's just a waitress. She doesn't have any value. She's a waitress. Well, he's just attractive. a man. No, 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 he's no, no. I thought you said he was like the the sheriff or whatever he he's is. The, okay, he's the sheriff. Yeah, Doc Holliday. Okay. I think he was. Okay. All right. Well, he's right. He's got a title. He's got a badge. So does that he's, give him then? That gives him mentally the the authority to say, "Let's go out to dinner. Why don't we go out to dinner tomorrow night?" Because yeah, he, the arrogance in it. Sure. Is Eric, okay, he gets to skip all the steps because he's got a tin badge You're right. and he's important. And she's he's not important right. and she's attractive. Correct. She's objectified and he's got authority. Okay. So he doesn't have to get to know her because he doesn't want to get to know her. He wants to get her in bed. Okay. That's what's wrong with it. And so for a woman, so here's the thing with women. If she doesn't have any personal value, if she doesn't understand, you know, her um let's just say that she was reading the game okay and she understands the values in here going wait a minute wait a minute she would pull back and say no i'm not doing that and she would realize right at that moment he does not respect her because he's not slow walking that but can she train him then can she say no um i'll give you a copy of my resume i'll talk to you in three or four days see what you think absolutely not that would be a stupid move why? If he, because he's already shown her who he is, he's not how a man you, of honor. Jesus, how many men have you thrown into the bus? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody that counted. I'm, just, I'm sorry for the question. <laughs> uh, no, this is this is the beauty of being able to recognize your player. It doesn't take much. It's right out the gate. What was your first move? That first move will tell you everything you need to know. Yeah. And that's why, you know, when I'm talking to people and I'm telling them, look, you don't have to go out on the date. Stop wasting money because this is a big gripe of men. They, they're so tired of women just wanting a good time, a, you know, an expensive dinner, a night on the town, and then he doesn't get anything in return. The you men see? are tired of that. Yeah, because they think that's uh, they think they're buying their way into her pants. Right. Yeah. 
Exactly. So, so I said, there's no reason to buy her dinner. So what they do is they start off with coffee. That's still wrong. And that's wrong on your part. Because what you're doing is saying, I'm just testing out the waters to see if you're worth my money. Wrong. So, so a walk in the park is better. No, a phone call is better. What? A phone yeah. call? Oh, yeah. Get on the phone. They're going to tell you everything you need to know on that phone call. And, and think about it, how powerful that is. If you can tell in the first call whether or not they're worth your time, right? You're not invested at all. You didn't invest any money. You didn't invest your heart. You didn't give them any, anything of value whatsoever. They've already told you. I mean, there's so little room for error there. I mean, we are a flawed species. That's right. Well, isn't, isn't, isn't there any room on either side to, you know, for a, I mean, it's like, I mean, this is God, why the valve, the valve guys have to have a perfect fit every time. No, it's not the guy. It's both of them. We're, we're raising the standards so that we can stop the pain. Okay. So let's say that you're, Let's say that the uh, that the man is a is, the woman is a valve guide and the man is a valve. Okay, they have to slip into one another with precision, with a great deal of precision. All right, the way that doesn't happen correctly is if one of them is hot or cold, and there's expansion and contraction. But that doesn't mean that, given some time, that that engine won't come together and work perfectly. So. This is why, why people I... have wasted so much time on the wrong people. They invest because... months and years on the wrong pe people because they think there's potential for a fit. Yeah. And then there's regret. Yeah. And yeah, then. Don't you have... hmm. Yeah. 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 You know, then there's, well, I saw all the red flags. I don't know why I ignored them all. Yeah. You know, yeah. now she's crying and he's broke and broken hearted and they both have given up on love and, you know, men just want sex and women just want money and nobody's happy. And so people are single and alone. Yeah. Huh. You see, <laughs> using what? the valve and valve guide idea. So let's talk about who I am now for a minute. Okay. It's just a great metaphor. I just didn't realize it was until I listened to you speak to the issue. <laughs> I, I, ran, I ran into that. I ran into that very circumstance in reality. Okay. Where I was rebuilding a, a Jaguar engine. Mm -hmm. And um, and I couldn't get the guides to fit. I couldn't get the valves to fit the guides. So I came up with this bright idea that if I heated one of them, it would be bigger. I could slide the other one in and then it'd be okay. So that's what I did. I heated it up and dropped it in, or not did the reverse, I guess. I guess I know what I did. I forced the issue. Anyway, what happened was I rebuilt this engine on this disproportionate theory of mine about how it's going to fit if I change things around, which is what you're talking about. I go out and I drive the car the heat of the engine comes up, the block heat comes up, the guides drop out, the valves punch in, and I ruin the engine. Boom. Mm -hmm. It's gone. Mm -hmm. So the marriage is the relationship is ruined the same way. Yep. If you force the guide into this if you force the, the valve into the guide and then you get out there and you start going and heat up the fucking engine, the engine will blow up because you right. did it wrong. Right. That's exactly what you're saying, isn't it? Yep. That's exactly what you're saying. And that's yeah. why we have, you know, a 50% or more divorce rate. It's yeah. Funny. yeah. Isn't it funny how it's, it hasn't changed. We're all hanging on the 50%. Why doesn't it change? Because we don't want it to change because we want the options. I mean, you're talking about a narrow path. My path is a hell of a lot wider than yours, just mm -hmm. based on my potential for unknown. There is no you unknown know. with me. I know, but I've got the potential for unknown. You're the one that's saying that it's perfect and your path is really narrow because you don't need a wide path because it's perfect. Mm -hmm. 
And it is perfect. And people exclaim that it's perfect. I get that. But I'm out here saying, you know, um, give me another three feet. You know, I might be able to use it somehow. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're calling me flawed because, you know, I'm just, you know, I mean, I don't fit. You know, I'm like the I'm like the wrong valve guide or the wrong valve or something. That's exactly um, right. Why are we making allowances for the wrong fit when that fit is taking space that the right fit could come in and do the job? Why are we lowering our standard to things that don't fit? Well, I you know, because we're an imperfect species, I, I go I fall back to the fact that you're working with a group of people that are hopelessly flawed to start with and they have the capacity to meet your standard, but that's not an that's that's a stretch. But wait a minute. You know? this, is, this is just love that I'm talking about. I mean, we're we're making it my standard as if it's personal to me and nobody has to follow it. This is this is the remedy for the pain. So, yeah, we are flawed as a species because we've been raised under the veil, under deception. We've never been taught how to love. If we just agree on that, humble ourselves and say, I have never formally had an education in love. And therefore, I've had multiple disappointments and heartbreaks. I've lost everything that I had. You know, I've gone through terrible divorces. Or I live in a home with somebody that I don't love and it's, it's terrible. My life is, and I don't see a way out. We're trying to remedy the pain of all of that. And it takes some, a commitment. But you don't just jump ship right away. Don't you give a, a little time for some, for some cool down time? I mean, isn't what there some. It, for who? Well, I don't know. I mean, to either either party. I mean, if it, you have to suffer for six months before you jump, or can you jump in the first twenty minutes, or on the phone call, or when do you step aside? When do okay. you walk away? Well, the duration of the relationship is kind of irrelevant because you have to wind it all the way back to the beginning. If you fail to recognize your player in the beginning, which most people do, then what you're experiencing now in the relationship, whether it's six months or, you know, 30 years, it doesn't matter. You have to take it all back to the beginning. It was all there. It, it... Is this going to work or not? And the risk. And you went ahead. And, and so you. Fact that I would. And I'll divorce later. And in the meantime, between here and there, I'm going to the relationships aren't easy to work. And you're going to believe that so that you can endure it until the end. Right. Well, hmm. See, and it doesn't have to right. be that way. So if both partners agree to follow the, you know, the formula of the game, both are empowered and they both give allowance for the learning curve because you both have humbled yourself to go, you know what, we're messed up. We don't know what we're doing, but I love you right now. I still love you right now. I don't want to lose this. If you're at that point where it's, I still love you and I don't want to lose this, if it's still important, then you both commit to the game. And then when you realize, ah, shoot, I just broke a rule, and you both recognize it, you have to recognize it. If you Here's recognize... the mulligan. Or... <laughs> There's the mulligan right there. there well, I finally got my mulligan. Okay. Well, because we're talking about, you know, a cu- couples that are in trouble but want to save their relationship. They just don't know where to go. Yeah. So okay. if if I can tell you, okay, I know I'm I'm not perfect, I'm flawed. Here's the thing. The commitment Have has to be Have you ever said that? <laughs> <laughs> I make <up>. Okay. <laughs> 
If the thing is in the relationship, I have to be looking at myself. I can't be looking at you. John, you just broke a rule. John, you just did this. Well, you're doing that again and not see myself. All you'll do is speed up the process to the end. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's all about practicing what you preach. It's not what anybody yeah. else preaches. Yeah, yeah. The commitment. Yeah, sure. I got it. Um. And- Plenty of people would yeah. just go, you know, get frustrated and, yeah. uh, you know, book the wall. But we're, in the end, we're having we're, we're having some frequency issues. I think we should cut the hour close here. <laughs> mm. um, I hate to say that because it's been a great hour, but um, we know some something in the, there's something in the atmosphere that's causing our, mm. us to come and go. So, um, I think we should start again tomorrow. But okay. this is okay. This is a great hour. Yes. Um, it was a great hour. You're you're a you're truly great. You're a great person. You know, I, can't, I, mean, I have to say that in good good conscience. I mean, I can't just throw you under the bus. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I appreciate you challenging me, going, But what if? But what if? I love all that because it gives me the opportunity to add more clarity. Well, you sure do a good job of that, kiddo. Thank you. Okay. All right. All right. I love We're, you. I love you too. I'll see you. Bye. Bye.